For six years, The Terrible Warriors has been supported by you, our listener. And if you'd like to continue to support this show, consider supporting us through Patreon at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. Even though this season's about to be coming to an end, we still have a lot of content we're going to be sharing with you over the summer in the form of interviews. We'll be running private games and live streams on Twitch, so the overall project that is The Terrible Warriors will continue. And for more information and to stay up to date on the developments of the future of the podcast, be sure to visit patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. And today... On the Terrible Warriors, our final episode of our sixth season. Journey with us together into the Forbidden Lands. Our adventurers have been lost in the woods and have wandered through the hollows, and now they have gathered the information that has led them to Weatherstone Keep. In these ruined halls, a dead king lies waiting. Treasure that has been left abandoned for 300 years. Oh, but it won't be that easy. It never is. This is our season finale, and these adventurers who arrive at the halls of Weatherstone, they are your terrible warriors. Welcome, terrible warriors, back to the terrible warriors. See how I do that? You're Terrible Warriors now, too. Um, I'm Justin Eacock, your Game Master here. We're running through Forbidden Lands. We're learning this game for the first time together, actually. This is the first time I've had a chance to run this game, playing with players who've never played this game. So as a grand Terrible Warrior tradition, we are all stumbling our way through the dark. For now, let me introduce you back to our merry band of adventurers. We have left the hollows behind, and we are moving on for real adventure, and probably trying out these combat mechanics as well in the next hour. Spoiler alerts. We are joined here by our minstrel. Kelly, the minstrel, a halfling minstrel who has no form of combat ability whatsoever. So this hour will be fun. And that was Leon. <laughs> and, that, and that was Leon, yes. And our rogue. Scott Thrower from Fairy Tales for Unwanted Children playing a Bibbon Leaf Shield who has a strange fetish for wives who have fathers. Interesting. And my name is Lavina. I'm playing a human rider called Lavina, and you might recognize me from Shazam. You did that thing. That was a thing that you did, and then and then the memes went viral. Yep. Yeah, they did. And our druid, Joe Drummond, playing Rivka, who is incredibly interested in ravens. So so interested. You're very interested in ravens, and you have found a, a, another fellow druid uh, on the road with you in the form of Nervia, who has joined you on the road as you have left the hollows following rumors and legend of Weatherstone, of treasure hunters that have already headed out before you, of a dead king trapped there and an army of soldiers that never left. So our writer's really into that stuff and really wants to know more about the dead. And uh, you leave. It's been two days since we last saw everybody. Uh, you uh, crossed the river uh, continued into the forests of the Shroud. Uh, relatively uneventful. No, no more monsters, no more uh, empty armor walking around, uh, uh, no, no bodies to be found. But on, on the second day, you have another day. You'll, you'll reach your destination, you believe, uh, tomorrow. Uh, you come across uh, the sounds of um, singing in the woods. Uh, drunken singing just on the overside of that rock 
and uh, singing interspersed with moaning and sounds like hurling and then more singing. I mean, in the same kind of way that you, you leapt towards action in the crook when you heard yeah, sobbing, I mean, you're drawn towards misery and I'm drawn towards song. I'm, I'm kind of amazed she stuck with us through this journey this time. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Let's head on over. The, it's a, a you find as you come over, there's an abandoned camp, an old old campsite, like uh, the fire has been put out. Um, uh, some litter has been left behind. Things, uh, tents had been moved up, but pegs are still in the ground and stuff. But uh, among that, there seems to be one bedroll left behind and backpacks and lots and lots of bottles uh, and uh, uh, left spilling. And you can hear just out in the bushes moving around the singing and the throwing up. Um, Hell yeah, let's loot the backpacks. <laughs> so as all of this is going on and all of them are rushing forward, I put a hand on uh, uh, Nervia's shoulder yeah. and I say, and I whisper into her ear, I want to talk to you. I was like, oh, okay, sure, but I mean, maybe we should look what's going on just over here. Uh, he might, he might be in, an, uh, in, he might need some assistance. Um, that's a lot of alcohol lying on the ground, and that's a lot of backpacks with stuff in them, with money in them. Possibly, let's loot this. So you're going through, and the backpacks has some clothing, and uh, 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 you know, there's bits of food, and uh, there's no, there's no money of any kind, and uh, the. Uh, uh, the drunk man comes around. Oh, what are you? Get out of get out of my things! I'll I'll strike you down, you bandits! I'll tell you, sir. Are you a bounty hunter? And he says, No, it's not a bounty hunter. I'm not a not a bounty hunter. I'm a oh, it's my name. It's a, I'm Rolf. He throws up again on the ground. Gross. Where are the bounty hunters? Yeah. I'm Rolf. So his name's Rolf. Rolf. <laughs> Rolf. I'm Rolf. Ah, why are you all yelling? Oh, I'm uh, I'm with Esther Farthing's expedition. Uh, we're heading out for finding treasures. You are. Going... Yeah, so are we. So what's the direction? Where are you uh, heading to? We're heading on nearby. We're going to the we- going to the Weatherstones. They. Oh yes, so are exactly. we. We're having going, a great yes. party. Oh, they all left without me in the morning. Oh, they're having a party. Yeah, we had a party. Oh. Well, you should have been here last night. What a great. It's time. Party doesn't have to end, though. And he finds one of the jugs on the ground. And he pops it open and he starts drinking away from it. All right then. So, so wait, you you were here with the party? Like, who else were you with? Uh, who else is in your group? Oh, so there's, uh, there's a father. There's a father fathering Esther, Esgar. Esgar. Uh, uh, father, you say? Esgar fathering. He's, he's not. He's not my father. Is he oh. your father? N- no, but is, he, is he someone's father? He's probably someone's father. Yeah. Don't know. Since I've heard that there's the party has gone ahead and that he used to be part of them, I'm going to try and uh, sleight of hand pocket one of his outfits just in case I need to disguise myself as a. You don't even need to sleight of hand. He is so out of it. You can just grab his backpack. Uh, He is going to just stay at the camp and continue the party from last night and catch up with them later. It sounds like they just left him here. Cool. (laughs) I'm going to leave him too. Sure. Um, I'm going to. I'm actually going to grab some of the food from the backpack. Yeah. I need some more. Can up to a D8. Are, are you robbing this man? What a monster! You yes. know, I just like you know, I, I liken to my friends, and I learn from people you, here, you, and I you, guess that's just you, the way we you, do things. You, you empty him out for everything he has, and you take it all. As long as he keeps his bottle, he'll be fine. I just want some food. Cool. So you follow the trail. Uh, uh, it looks like there was a wagon as well, and um, uh, they're making their way through uh, through a footpath, and. Um, 
uh, you can see lots of uh, there, but but they were here yesterday, so they've got a, they've got a day advance on you. Um, when you arrive the next morning, we'll, uh, we'll we'll roll past making camp and surviving the night and doing encounters. We want to get to the to the fun stuff. You uh, you arrive um, at Weatherstone. Um, uh, how does it they describe it? Uh, the fog there never lifted, drifts like shredded souls through the windswept mountain pass you traverse. As the fog disperses for a moment, you see the crumbling stronghold rise against the northern side of a mountain pass. Surrounded by a moat filled with muddy water, the landscape is barren. Only thorny bushes and sharp grass survive in these lands. It's quiet, apart from singing and strange animal sounds, the likes of which you have never heard before. Naked bones from horses and humans stro are strewn across the road closest to the stronghold. A fire burns in the watchtower in front of the stronghold, and the smell of food drifts on the wind. So that front-looking looks like a melted candle. Mm -hmm. There's fire coming out of that. What is this hanging from a rope? Uh, it looks like a crane or a rope Okay. Uh, over, the, over the top, maybe to bring supplies up into the keep from the ground below. And so... You arrive there. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any sign of Farthing's expedition. Um, if they arrive, they may have already brought everything inside to the keep itself. Uh, but there is signs of life in the watchtower in front of the building. I know we're going to have to stop at this watchtower, but that crane thing might be an easy way up to the top. All right, you can go climb that. I'm going to head into the castle. Oh, the crane thing, I mean, the, the, the crane is winched up at the top. Yeah, but... It might be perhaps there's some sort of trigger out. at the bottom. Um, if you go around to the bottom, uh, you'll find a ravine with. Uh, let me see where that is. Oh yes, yes. So, so it's not a ravine. It's just underneath the road. You would you might even walk underneath it as you're coming around all the bones and the horses I was describing. Um, it's it's a cliff face going up. There's no trigger device at the bottom. Okay. If it's used, it would maybe be used when merchants arrived because it was so far up to the top. They would just load the stuff in, but it wouldn't be each way. It would be from the top down. So, so you might keep note. It might be a good exit strategy. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want to head up into the keep, the stronghold. You want to go? You're not interested with the watchtower? You'll walk past it? Well, we'll okay. Yeah. We'll stop. No, by that's the fine. No, 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 no. I don't care what you do. You yeah, want to go right into wanna the Yeah, because I just want to like run in there, get some free shit, yep. stuff. No, I, I think we should stop at the watchtower just in case. So you could. You, I, I, I don't want to lead you down. There's nothing scripted here. There, there is stuff everywhere to visit. Mm -hmm. If you want to ignore it, you can find, and things will happen whether or not you you, you trigger encounters. Uh, so the I was just bibbin heads for the watchtower. I don't. I don't want to corral you. Is what I'm saying. So Bibbin, Bibbin wants to head for the watchtower. You want to head right into the doors. Uh, so we'll, we'll split up again. And uh, uh, we'll check in with what you see in just a moment as you go up. Uh, who's going with Bibbin to the watchtower? I, I guess I will. Yeah, and you want to have a moment with Nivia? I want to have a moment with Nivia, and this so, seems like a pretty good time. So this sounds like a pretty good time. Nivia. Uh, Sorry, like, Nervia. Nervia. What 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 is... She's she's a little nervous. She's like, maybe I bit off a little bit more than I can chew. I don't think I can heal these people. She says, chuckling. I'm not sure I can either. Let's be honest. Why did you Why did you bring me along? I wanted to talk to you somewhere safe. Well, uh, wouldn't call this safe. But it may be safer than the alternative. I, I, no one told me about you. I, the Raven brought me to you. 
And she just takes a seat down at a rock on the side of the road. Oh. Um, well, that's good news. Ev- I complicated news. I agree. Every night since I was a small child, the raven visited me in my dreams. I've never understood it. And the first night that we were in the hollows, I saw your house in my dream. Who knows what the raven thinks these days? He has left us to be hunted down one by one. Uh, Of course, she's a raven sister. Uh, Enemies of the Rust Brothers. And uh, has been hiding out in the hollows ever since she was chased out of the last place she lived. But she doesn't know what she can do to offer to help or comfort. It's... Do you, you don't get to choose who the raven favors. Where do I go from here? What do my dreams mean? She just looks at you with like this bit of sorrow in her eyes. Going, I don't have answers for you, child. If I knew that, I wouldn't be hiding in the hollows under the watchful guise of a rust brother who I wish wouldn't know what I was. But he does? I suspect he does. He certainly knows enough circumstantial evidence if i was too overt he'd have no choice but to act but it's uneasy silence is what makes it torture i see uh thank you for thank you for being open with me she can't help you with the raven because no one knows what's going on but she can perhaps later um offer some druidic teaching that would train you in another rank in spells and stuff, teach you some of her healing and give you a rank in the path of healing. It's not going to happen on the podcast because we're not really doing a whole long form, but it's an option that could happen there as uh, she's a teacher in, in, in a path that you could learn. And so um, she's kind of looking out there. Do you really need me to go in there? I, I can just, know. I can just stand guard out here for any trouble. Do you think that's any safer? Good point. She grabs her backpack and slings it over her shoulder. So where are you going? Are you going up into the watchtower with Bibbin, or are you following Lavina through the gates of the keep? I mean, Lavina's had better luck so far than everyone else. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. All right. So the, <laughs> you, you go off. And uh, uh, where where do we find our uh, our minstrel? Oh, well, I, I'm going to the watchtower okay. to, to keep watch. So the developments. Uh, the watchtower is newer than the stronghold. It was definitely constructed more recently. Um, and uh, vines cling to its withered walls. Smoke rises uh, in the covered roof. Someone has a fire going. Should you walk, when you walk into it, uh, you climb up to the steps and, and there by, uh, by a small little fire with a you know, little grill and some food cooking on it and an old man smoking on a pipe. He... Um, Looks at you and goes, oh, more treasure seekers, I imagine. Well, uh, we came to investigate something and, uh, well, some of our party is getting a little reckless, so I decided we might stop here first. Well, sit and eat. I'll tell you what you need to know before you, you head in, of course. Are you secretly a monster? No, I'm secretly a bard. <gasps> oh, a bard, eh? I, as a, as a minstrel, a, a fellow man of the strings? I made the wrong choice. So, uh, please, please tell us of, of this castle and what, of this keep and what we need to know. 
Well, I hate to break the news to you, but you're a little late to the party. Oh, there uh, was a party? Uh, well, judging by the smell on them, it sounded like they had a party. Uh, but a, a group of, of treasure seekers have already arrived. They arrived yesterday afternoon. Uh, I believe Esther Farthing was his name. Um, they've come and gone. They headed in. And they've left? Right. Or they've left the tower? I'll tell you what. They haven't left yet. and They're seeking the, uh, the, the weapon of King Algarod. said to still be somewhere deep in there. Wait, King Algarod resides here or resided here? No, no. He wasn't never resided here. He was stationed here, of course. Uh, by the time he arrived, he'd already been dead for a while. And he kind of chuckles a little bit as he puffs into the, into the pipe. Have you ever seen this killing Algarod? No, but I hear them. They move around at nighttime going about their business, the restless dead. Some of them might not even know they're dead, just going about their business and their chores. Oh, that's an interesting tidbit, I suppose. Mm. Uh, do you know if they have any sort of weaknesses we might know about? Well, the weaknesses might be just that they only move around at nighttime. So as long as you can get your oh, well, business done, well, no need to get sarcastic out, about it. So, is there anything you can tell us about the castle? You know, it's a, it's a conspicuous place to go into. Is there anything we need to watch for? I think the thing you most have to watch out for are the impatient ones that came in yesterday. They're most likely to go and wake up that which shouldn't be woken. They say there was a laboratory in there as well that. Zygopher himself might have used stuff to experiment on in the in the heydays of the wars. No. But, uh, we know that it's not always, you know, such things. don't necessarily always want to go barging in the front door. Is there any way you'd suggest we could start and maybe get a head start on this group? Oh, you're a little more clever than I'd given you credit for. I have my moments. I'll tell you. Well, you seem quite the inquisitive sort, and he takes another puff from the pipe. Uh, I'll tell you what I didn't tell them. They were a little too impatient and ran right through to the gates without saying so much as hi to me. What monsters? The uh, the undead lie in eternal rest, and you don't you know underestimate them to be sure. But Weatherstone is still a dangerous place. The cellar there lurks an unholy beast, uh, a creature so vile it can rip the limbs off a full-grown man. Oh, but there is a way to slay it. With that sword that the treasure seekers are looking for. Rustbite is its name. All right, so once we win the keep and we have to clear it out so that we can set up homes here, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to take care of that. Well, if you find the sword, you can kill the beast. Kill the beast, and the treasure in the keep can be yours. Oh, good to hear. One final question. How's your daughter doing? Oh, I don't oh. have Never one. mind, then. Thank you. Uh, well met. Sorry, what was your name? Dalb. Dalb? Well met, Dalb. D-A-L-B. Thank you for spelling that. We'll be on our way. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, as you go through the main gate, uh, Lavina and... Um, Rivka. Uh, and Rivka. The drawbridge, the main gate, is rotted through and fall into the moat. Uh, the water is cloudy and foul-smelling. Unknown creatures move in the depths, sending ripples through the algae on the surface. Uh, there are other ways around but you probably won't be able to bring your horses in it looks like after esther farthing got through the bridge gave out behind them and uh, and the weight of it was too much from from the wood um you could also fashion your own bridge out of some of the timber that lies around uh to you know just throw a log over the gap yeah, and, I'm down and to do climb that. across 
so you make yourself a makeshift bridge. Inside, there's um, a number of, uh, again, my map has numbers of interest on it. Your map does not. Uh, through, the, through the main gate, there's a, uh, uh, the, the House of Knights, uh, a gloomy hall, once a place of sumptuous feasts. It's now only a home to death and decay. The remains of rotting flesh and moldy tapestries spread an odor thick enough to make any living visitor gag. In old wooden chairs and on the cold stone floor are the remains of what once have been King Alder, uh, Alderlander, or Alderods, uh, or the, the king's soldiers, as if they had fallen during a final supper. So they're all just kind of sitting around or falling around the tables, and they're all in various states of mummified Is decay. there any like armor or something that could fit me? Um, uh, not in any good condition. Uh, this is centuries old. Uh, Even the weapons? To, to the weathers. Uh, they're rusted and brittle. Uh, well, what else is nearby? You do find in the mess uh, silver jugs and some silver coins on the table Taking moving around. Um, let me see here. Uh, give me the dice. So three, three silver jugs. And four silver coins. Um, the uh, silver jugs, some of them are still in the hands of the uh, of the corpses, like they were in mid-drink when they collapsed down. Um, and when you go to pick up one of them and pull at it, it's almost like it holds on a little bit longer, like, no, don't hold on, it pulls back, and then, then the hand breaks off and it brittles and lets go and you shake it off and you get your, you get your mug back. So we got our gold, right? We can go? No? Well, yeah, I just want to look around to see if there's another entrance into this keep. But but we can go back to the to the hollows now, right? We got gold. Yeah. Well, can I roll to like Yeah. do one more look around? Yeah, you can do that. While while you're doing that, uh will that give the time for the other two to catch up to you? Yeah. So leaving the watchtower and crossing the makeshift bridge uh into into the into the mess hall. Um, you, uh, you don't see it being too much disturbed if, if Esther came through, they, they, they went right through the room. Uh, and you, you see Lavina's, uh, looking for, uh, um, for any other treasure in this room. And you, I, you have found all the treasure there is to be found in this room. There's, there's just, it's littered with, with bodies of soldiers, uh, and, uh, and, and those jugs. Okay, um, cool. Keep an eye out. This looks like a good place to find silver jugs. Yeah. As you move through, just outside is now where you see a number of horses uh, hitched up and a wagon set aside because they couldn't go any further. The ravine uh, outside, it's as if an axe sliced Weatherstone in two to an eastern and a western portion. Uh, and uh, a single chain spans the ravine. And it's obvious that there used to be a bridge there, uh, the opposite wall. Uh, a yearning, uh, a yawning portal into the eastern half of the stronghold. Uh, from there, you can see uh, a building. Uh, the, the, the towers go up, and there's a large bell and a watchtower. And you can hear um, what sounds like bird wings and screeching coming up from uh, the uh, up in here, in uh, in a part of like a collapsed roof style. Uh, and uh, if uh, Someone give a scout. Who's got the highest scout? I think I have seven. Oh, no, sorry. No, I don't. Don't sorry, give no. a scout roll. I'm not going to make you roll because there's nothing that happens if you fail. Uh, you notice some lights, uh, torches moving and, and, and the motion, um, the uh, uh, movement uh, in the building of uh, people 
with torches uh, lighting the way. And uh, also on the ground is, uh, oh no, that's at the bottom of the ravine. So um, there's, uh, there's looks down. You can see what looks like things that have fallen into the ravine, either junk or uh, other things. But, but here looking for treasure, you see the glint of metal down at the bottom of the ravine. Okay, so before we, I'm going to look at all those horses to see if there's mm-hmm. anything in their little invent space, loot them all, put it in our horse or donkey, and I want to hide our horse and donkey away from And theirs. I'm going to untether their horses. Okay, so the horses themselves have um, consumables. If you rob them out, your consumables will be maxed out. Um, and, uh, and And there's still more units of food than you could carry, mm-hmm. so... So a max is whip. It would be D12 cool. of, of food and water. Um, other than that, it's it's bedrolls, it's clothing, it's uh, flint, and uh, there's some um, basic tools for repairing and crafting, and uh, there's some uh, maybe there's some maps on board as well uh, that, that sketch their journey into, into here. Yeah. Let's get that flint. Um, yeah. But uh, un- o- other things of, of more use and utility would be carrying by, the, by the person. They've taken them with them. So you, you, you cut the horses free and you send them on their way. All right, guys. So I see some metal down at that ravine. Oh. Well, can we get a closer look? Yeah, I, I think yeah. so. I want to know what that is. How would many they be maps a- did I find? Uh, you, uh, I mean, the... Uh, uh, some parchment and rolled papers. They're oh. they're hand drawn and they're tracking their their travels from from here to Weatherstone and uh, the hollows and the mountains and the rivers around. Um, but they came from a different direction than you in some of the places. So it's filling in a couple more informations. Okay. Uh, using this map as you're traveling, you won't need to do any pathfinding cool. uh, if you go to the places that they've already visited. Any quick information we can glean from it? Um, not on this castle? location okay. immediately. The It'll just help you out of survival. Castle. It'll give you bonuses to surviving out in the wild. The group that's in the castle, would they see us if we went into this ravine? Uh, they won't see if you go into the ravine. They're going up. That would be going down. Okay. And uh, and they're heading up towards um, the, like a residential tower, uh, uh, the most expensive looking place in the in in in, in the uh, with the just by, by the windows. And so, just for a sense of scale, like how deep is this ravine? Uh, the ravine is. Is it like if we're going there, we're we going to be fully submerged? Is it something we can just do, kind of in like our hands and knees? Yeah, or I'm reading. Like... I'm reading to see how deep the ravine is. It's it's here on between four, uh, between four and five. It's between four and five. There's this. It's just splitting this front part from the back part, and it cuts right down into uh, into the underground. It's um. It was used as a dump site, slowly filling up with all sorts of semi-living debris. You can see motions and movement around. Um, you can see a cave from the top, but it's it's several meters down to the ground. Like it's mm-hmm. it's cut down. Like I said, it looks like it was it was cleft by by an axe um, that that sundered it in half. Um, and then you can make out down by the caves. There's uh, among the debris and the junk that's been tossed in also chests and and other things uh gleaming i'm so in for that i mean have you still got like line of sight from what you saw up top do you get the vague idea of where it is so we're not just like jumping into an entire ravine are you like oh it was around there yeah i saw an area i saw the glimmer Mm -hmm. 
Uh, oh, and um, uh, beside those chests, uh, there's also, it looks like a bell has been tossed down into the ravine and, and is laying up amongst the rest of the debris. I do like the idea of looting this because I've heard that if we go into the castle, there's a chance we might awaken all of the undead. Also, beware of the cellar unless you have a sword, a magic sword. So Noted. there's some kind of a, a beast there that could tear a man limb from limb, and the Probably only a way woman to too. or a woman. I doubt it'll discriminate. I'm gender as a construct, um, and they also there's a a sword which you might be interested in, the sword of King Alrond. Al- I'm so in the necrophilia king. I yeah. want it. Uh, known as respite. Respite. And it will give us respite from this monster. All right. Oh, good lord. So this never stops. Let's head on down there. So if you want to climb down, I mean, it's uh, uh, you can take your time with it, or if time is of the essence, I'll have you roll, and we'll just, like, and if you fail, you'll still get to the bottom, and you just will take damage along the way. So is this a move okay. check? It would be... Agility. Uh, it could be agility, yep. Four. It might be best if we just send someone to investigate, and I'm probably the best climber out of us. Well, I have four agility, and I'm going to use my willpower, so I'll have seven die to... Oh, then we're essentially almost tied. I have two d6s. Well, how about you guys do it, and we can and we can make our slower way down. They can clamber for mm-hmm. it, and we can take our time. I'm okay with that. Success. Nervia, do you want to stay up here, or would you like to come down with us? So, yeah, all right. If you got the success, Nervia is like, I'm not much of a climber. Uh, if you have any rope, we could uh, maybe help you down. Uh, do we really need to go down there? I don't know if there's... Not all of us. We'll we'll send some stuff up. Okay, I'll... And she, she would rather stay up here with the... Uh, Hide with the horses. With the with, with the horses, and she'll look after them. So, uh, Lavina, you, you grab down, um, and as you do, like little critters down in the ravine that were, you know, feasting on the wood and that. They all skitter off into the distance. And uh, uh, the chests, as you kick, are opened already. And they're full of, um, looks like bird excrement and feathers. And it smells of waste and it stinks. Uh, But there's a few coins still there. Um, The uh, uh, four uh, silver coins. Two for each. Uh, And... uh, and one valuable item at the bottom of the chest as you search through, because you seem to be quite uh, uh, obsessive for finding treasure, uh, you, you brush away some of the bird poop and you find uh, a medallion. And this medallion will be worth, as I rolled, uh, an impressive uh, 11 silver. Um, Sweet. And and that's that's small enough that it also counts as a tiny item. Um, and... Uh, but it looks like whoever had these chests dumped the chests into the ravine after they looted it. And uh, and, then, and from and then like you can smell the stench coming out of the cave entrance. Was that the the glint or the gleam? That yeah, was that seen? the silver that I saw? Yeah, you, well, and 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 also just like the um, uh, the, the the metal casings around the chests themselves, or like that would reinforce and hold them down, like you would see on barrels, and. Uh, it's just it's just it's just like iron metal that's just like pounded in to hold the chest right. But that but I would have caught your eye. It's just okay. the just lock devices, but they've all been busted open. And, and how far is this uh, cave entrance? Uh, well, the cave entrance is is right in front of you. Uh, you can walk right up to it, and you can smell this stench coming out of it. Okay, I want to walk right up. Wait, to wait, it. wait, 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 wait! This is going to be giant birds. Giant bones. Birds. I mean, look at all the the bird poop everywhere. This is giant birds. We might need the others. I just want to, like, if I hear anything, like, just go up close to it. 
If you, there's that uh, the cellar door, because like, what if that's the cellar entrance? I want to know that. You don't hear anything, but you do smell like a stench of rot and sharp elixirs. So like the smell that uh, Ooh, uh, that that, I that know chemistry that would like that. and 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 uh, like like that kind of gassy smell from a laboratory. I did hear about a laboratory being around here somewhere. Well, Rivka might like that smell because she likes making potions and stuff. So why don't we go tell her? Rivka, did you go down into the ravine with them? Uh, so I've been very yeah yeah. I've been very very slowly. Um, very carefully looking for the most stable step that I can find and then making a step. Sure. And then taking the most stable step I can find. And so I'm using my adaptive. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Survival. And I got no successes. So uh, did you get any ones? I did. Oh, you got one one. one so one. and that was an, an agility. So you'll, you'll make it to the bottom. You take one okay. point of agility damage when okay. you hit the ground. I'm also on my way down, but like making with a smaller. Yeah. Hey, hey Rivka, there's like some smells of potions by this cave. Oh, really? Yeah, you might oh. like this. Sure. So it's it's the yeah it's it's a uh, a cave entrance to an underground laboratory at the bottom of this ravine. Uh, I get one failure. Okay. On my push roll. Okay, so same deal. Um, take an agility. Take loss t- 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 take a take a point of agility as as, as you make the fall. And uh, and and you get in, and this you know you get down, and the ground kind of gives out because it's 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 it was a dumping ground. You mm-hmm. you dropped into a you know an old timey landfill, and uh, and the ground isn't exactly solid. It's hard to keep your footing. But uh, Lavina here is, never loses her balance, so uh, is is walking around like it ain't no thing. Um, okay, so can I see into this maybe laboratory that smells very interesting? Uh, do you, do you have any torches? Do you have anything to create light? Uh I would like to summon some light. Okay. So I have not gotten it. I always play spellcasters, even if I... Uh, yeah, and you have the willpower to And I have this. the willpower. So I'd like to cast Lightbringer. Um, I summon a bright light that dispels all shadows within near range, i.e. in the same zone as you. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so you can throw that in because and, 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 it is dark down here. There's nothing lit. There's nothing living. Uh, so when that happens, um, anyone who's at the cave entrance sees the... Uh, uh, the chambers, uh, they were grand once. Uh, remains of silk and old portraits that haven't been torn down still hang on the walls. Now the rooms are filled with cauldrons, pools, broken pottery, dissection tables, other items and things. Everything is covered with dust, but to your horror, you realize the body parts of the animals and humans that have been nailed to the walls uh, were alive until recently. Something is moving in the debris, and the light comes in at like... It's almost like they react to the bright light being brought into the room, like eyes would squint, uh, and everything is still. And then something in the room moves out of out of the room uh, from the introduction of the light. Guys, this is so cool. Guys, would anyone define this as a cellar? I don't think we should be here. I don't feel like because it's a cellar. I would if there's any wine laying around, then I'd be like, yeah, it's totally a cellar. But it's just bodies, so. I think this is just more of a cave or a lair. I, I kind of want to look around. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, well, if you're going to look around, um, someone here give me a scout roll. Not me. Who's keeping the lookout? I'll do it. One. Okay, I got three sixes. 
and one one. Cool. No, it doesn't matter. Three three sixes is more than enough. (laughs) Um, And then you see uh, this foul demon. And in the light brought in by our druid, it's half scorpion on the back and half lion from the front. And it was never really a creature meant to live, but you've heard the rumors that Zygopher used to bind creatures together to create bigger, better creatures. Uh, And it's sniffing around, it's looking for food, and it can see now the first meal it's seen in a long time of living meat. And uh, you catch it, though. It's going to come into the room if you don't leave the laboratory, but you have the opportunity to... um, have the jump on it as it were before it comes back around and moves into the room uh, yeah you've caught it before the rest of them so i'm just making sure that this is yeah okay it is uh shuffled cool so the way uh after you do your first attack the initiative in forbidden lands is done through a deck of cards we shuffle between one and ten and you take a number and that's your order in the events um there are some talents and things that you can get uh that allow you to draw more than one card. And when you manipulate people in combat, you can manipulate them to give you their initiative and trade cards, or you can feint uh, as, as a move in a combat with an enemy, and you'll swap your positions, you'll trade cards, uh, and there's other things that can happen like that. But for the most part, instead of a dice roll, it's just you just draw from a card deck. That's all, That's all they did. Um, so this is our first combat in the game. So be patient with me as we try and figure this stuff out. Is it going to be against a monster, which is a little different from going against everything else? Um, but uh, the scorpion beast is going to be moving into the room, and you seem like you're ready to go for this. Yeah. So uh, how do you want to start this? It's, it hasn't noticed you. It's just noticed the smell and the light, and it's going to – it was originally startled and jumped out of the room, and it's going to come back in. And as soon as it sees – what's in this room it's going to attack i'm just gonna go start attacking it okay cool so in every turn as we go into it you'll have a slow action and you have a fast action that you can do fast actions include moves so you can do move twice if you want to get from far to near and near to arms reach some of your weapons have arms reach some of your weapon have near uh everything in this game works in zones in terms of the way distance is handled as you narrate your way around the room um here in the laboratory it's small enough that kind of everything is within near range um and to get further than that would be to leave the room and to move somewhere else uh arms reach so with your staff you can mostly move around and still be able to get in within within reach um so Fast actions are quicker and usually uh, don't require a dice roll. Slow actions uh, are tied in with anything that's a skill is by default uh, a slow action unless something would say otherwise. Um, so if you're going in, uh, you have your, is it a hand, is it a two-handed axe? Yeah, I have a hand axe. You have a two-handed axe and you're coming up against the scorpion monster, or the scorpion beast. Um, and I mean, describe how you want to come at this thing. I'm just really hungry to fight. Yeah. So I have like no fear and also my talent is fearless. So. All right. What's now what's going to happen when you're rolling uh, that the, there's uh, some additional um, dice that you roll because we're using gear for also for the first time. Uh, so remember, we're, we're adding our attributes and our skills to get dice, but your gear, your axe in this case, also generate dice. And the uh, 
issue when you push and you get ones on your gear dice, your di uh, your weapon will then drop down a dice, like a number value. So what's the bonus on your axe right now? Two. Two. So if you get a one on a push, your axe will drop to a one. And if you get a one on then a follow-up, again, it'll drop to a zero. If a number drops to the zero, the weapon is destroyed. But if it's just been damaged, it can be repaired over time. Um, so those are just things to remember, which is why we separate the dice when we're rolling them, because that only affects it the ones on specifically just the gear dice, not on any of the others. But likewise, the gear dice, the ones don't generate damage on you and don't count towards hurting you if you push through like it was happening before. Um, all right, so you come at it. Uh, if you, you, you're going to move in. Uh, the next time you attack and you're within arms range, you can use that fast move to swing in and get some bonuses. Yeah. The attack is successful. The damage is done is increased by one uh, when you swing into an attack. Let's, cool. Let's roll, let's so roll I'm to attack. bump myself up to 10, use my willpower, mm -hmm. and use my animal handling. So I have six... Yeah, I have 10 in total now. Yeah. Wait, do we have initiative yet? Well, not yet. Lavina's moving in first and spotted them, and right after this, we'll then draw our cards. We'll see how everyone No reacts. sixes. Do I have to roll for my weapon now? Um, yeah, you, you, you would have rolled your weapon with that, but yeah, roll your weapon in on, on that same roll. Six. Okay, so you get, you get, you get the attack. You get um, uh, the, the success. But I have five armor that I'm rolling against that. Um because you don't have the secret sword that's going to immediately deal the damage to it. Welcome to the cellar. So, uh, when I roll, any of my sixes would cancel out your sixes, and I didn't roll any sixes, so you deal damage. So you come in and, and, and you slash at the scorpion beast, and uh, everyone else is going to draw a card, and we're going to find out the order that we then take this thing in. So, Mr. Leon, what number are you? You're a two. Aces count as one. You're a ten. There was Scott. A five. Write these numbers down so we don't forget them. Uh, two, ten, and five for Lavina, and a seven there with the. And I had a nine. So you see the the the, the rider run off, swing an axe, and hit into. Oh my God! There's a monster in the room. I didn't even notice it's there. And there's this crazy looking scorpion beast, and uh, and it screams out when when it hits into the care. It's got this thick, heavy like carapace. Um, shell all around it and uh coming up from like that scorpion part of its body and it's acting as a natural armor uh but the uh, the axe hits it and it takes a whole chunk of of, of that um armor chips it off i mean it, you didn't hit you didn't strike flesh but you, you you took a bit out of it uh and now it's your go so i'm gonna i can't assist actively in combat a lot but i want to try and see what out like uh, this is it's a bigger place than just where we're fighting, right? There's like there's a lab, are there like a uh, shelving and like a bench and that kind of thing around, or uh, there's urns uh, that look like they have body parts, eyes. There's one with a brain, and there's uh, there's other like pieces of silver uh, laboratory equipment, mm -hmm. and it looks like it's made of silver. Uh, but uh, what are you what are you looking are, for? Are there any like weird vials and strange like I don't know things full of like yeah I mean there's like I said like urns that uh, contain weird experiments and uh, some of them are you know still bubbling and that's where a lot of the smell that was coming from. Okay, well I'm gonna try and run past and get to that area and see if there's anything I can find to just kind of I don't know throw shit at it. All right. Um, I can't imagine that it's like going straight for me as I'm kind of like running past it. Isn't it kind of engaged? 
Uh, yeah, no, it's engaged, and, and you're you're moving around the room. It's at the end of the room. You want to move into the laboratory and start rifling around and looking if there's anything you can yep. find. Sure. So uh, you'll, you'll, you can move in there and yep. uh, see if anything finds uh, of interest. Uh, let's roll for successes sure. uh, with uh, uh, an investigation or or scouting or something that would allow you to... I've got wits, I just my normal wits. Is that something as investigation or insight? Insight, well, no, insight's for people. Mm -hmm. um, it, it was probably just scouting then. Uh, okay. Because what we'll do is any any successes you find there, uh, you'll find um, uh, additional weapons you can throw. Oh, hell, you did. You, threw, you rolled a six. Yep. Good for you. Um, just looking for, like, improvised weapon type things. Yeah, so, I mean, improvised weapons. You find, like, you can throw the urns at them. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I'll find... Like, unless there's anything cooler there... That's probably what I'll resort to. Yeah, we, we throw it, I mean, we treat it like throwing a rock, which deals, like, one damage as you as you toss it at them. Sure, um, I, I imagine, like, stuff with, like, liquids and stuff in mm -hmm. them, just in case anything there is, like, a weird, I don't know, corrosive kind of substance, basically. Yeah. Cool. We, we can, sure. Can I try and do that? You can try and do that. Awesome. That's what, with strength? Yeah, so throwing. <laughs> it's a roll for marksmanship. Marksmanship is agility. Cool. I'm currently rolling at a two. Yes, success. Oh hell. Okay. So you it, it um the urn flies through the air and it lands on the scorpion's uh, beast's head and uh, uh and it explodes open and, and it hisses and there's like the, the smoke and it goes and it is there's, there's a burning. I'm gonna treat it like it's a fire. Um and uh and it's it start, it's eating into the skin like an acid, and it screams now, and it's it's getting mighty mad. But I've got a nine on the initiative, so uh, who uh, is next after two? Was the f f I'm at seven. The, you're at seven, so it's the five. Who 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 picked the five? So it's Lavina. You get another go here. Um, and I might even say you got it in the eyes. Fuck yeah, go for the face. And you went there because you were thinking so out of the box. So it's, it, it can't see now, and it's going to be swinging wildly at whatever's nearby. And right now, Lavina is the one that's closest nearby. Okay. I got a six. You did? Yeah. How many sixes? Did you get any additional sixes? No, just the one. Okay. So give me uh 12 dice. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't get a six with that... I got no sixes, so my armor doesn't work out. So uh, it's uh, it's down now. Uh, you got another third of the way. Uh, the this time your axe gets into its it's like a, a scorpion shell armor thorax and the thorax armor the the uh, the the carapace and uh, when it hits off a bit of it goes free and it exposes the flesh underneath now and uh, and you're like chipping away at this thing and it's just it's working um after five is seven so oh no our druid <laughs> you have a you have a go at this um just to confirm none of the general spells are like damagey spells or anything like that uh no they're uh they're dispelling um detecting uh you can uh, it's called spell binding where you can okay. take a spell and you can attach it to an object okay but i don't think you even have the rank for that yeah but they're they're more utility they're not okay. combat based okay um like so, the only combat druid path is the shape-shifting one. Right. The other one is healing and sight. But you've allowed them to exist in this room now without torches and see everything without shadows. So it's uh, it's pretty great. Cool, cool. Uh, I'm going to just try to survive. Yeah. I'm going to just kind of like so pull up by the door. Doing, you want to do a stealth 
roll so it doesn't take notice of you. Yeah, that'd be great. All right. So let's see. Let's give you, just go and hide. All right. And roll your stealth. With his lack of sight. So I took one agility well, damage already. Blind, when it looks around and she's gone, it might think it, she's she left. I took one agility damage. I had three damage, so I'm rolling two dice. And... Ooh. You can I'm push it and take the damage, or you can just take no, it as a fail. I'm going to just take it as right. a fail. So you're trying to hide, but you can't find any hiding spots because you made this room too bright, and there's nowhere it's, to hide anymore, so and bright. the tables aren't like low enough. And uh, after that, um, the scorpion uh, is going to whip its tail around. Uh, a lightning quick attack. Uh, I'm going to hit one adventurer. It's going to be Lavina, and you're in the front, uh, with... Um, slashing wounds uh and if it hits you'll be thrown to the ground i need 10 dice of my own oh my goodness oh just my take this fucking thing God damn <laughs> you can respond uh with uh i don't believe this can be parried uh because of the size of it because it's it's far too large one two three four five six but you can dodge it which would just be eight, like nine, throw your face to the ground to avoid it do I have to roll like my agility for that or? Yeah, your successes will cancel out my successes is how that kind of works. And I rolled one success out of all of that. Okay, so then I'll just roll for my agility. Yeah. I got two, three sixes. <laughs> <laughs> three six mafia, So it's, it's tail dice. whips past, and uh, you dodge just out of the way. And even as it hits the ground, it like takes a scar out of the ground, and like this, it's like the tail is iron hard, um, but it misses you completely. Hell yeah! And uh, uh, you get to avoid that. Uh, it then takes its position uh, and it moves into the center of the room and begins to. Uh, like like it can't see, so it's just moving in further into a room. And now roughly, how big is this room? Like, is it, it within tails' reach of all of us? Or yeah, it's a uh, the, the laboratory is described as um, uh, 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 I mean, it, it is a cave converted into this, and it's a it's a it's a wide cavern, and mm -hmm. it's a single you know hollowed out room. But when I say room, I would say, yeah, he's in the center now, and you're all in various stages around it. Um, and uh, and it can't see what's going on, so it's just swinging wildly. Um, after that, it's now Scott's turn. So Bibbin at first just figures that he'll just climb out of here and let things uh, happen as they happen, but then remembers that the writer once mentioned that her father was attractive, uh, so instead goes in with his dagger. Does not hit. Do you want to push for that? He has two ones. So you can leave that and uh, not, not not worry about it. So the... Um, no. 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 Oh, you are going to. Yeah. Nope. Nope. But I do okay. take two strength damage then, which puts me at zero. Oh, it does. <gasps> okay. We're going to oh, have to roll shit. over. That's all right. People get broken all the time. I wanted to give us a dramatic moment yeah. to end on. So, so <laughs> Bibbin, you move in and... Uh, uh, I'm going to roll over to the broken uh, rules here real quick. The um, Describe how you fuck it up. Bibbin uh, fumbles a bit with his dagger, uh, but when he re-grabs it, he, realizes he's, he doesn't realize that he's grabbed it by the blade instead of the handle, and then he tries to jab it in, and uh, so the handle hits the, the carapace, and then the blade just goes through his hands. 
and uh, and when that happens, you're throwing, uh, and and when you because you, this breaks you, and when you are broken, it's a strength break. Yes, uh, you are knocked senseless. Um, you don't take any critical injury because you did this to yourself. If someone had broken you in an attack, we'd be rolling critical injuries. So instead, uh, you can crawl and you can mumble through the pain, but you can't perform any other action right now until something patches you up. If you take any further damage, rather than add damage, we will roll on the critical table to see what horrible things happen. I will mumble through the pain. So uh, it now goes to the top. Which is me. Which is you. So, I, so you just see Bibbins here, just so like get thrown, and he hits his head hard, mm-hmm. and it's and it's violent, and quick there's blood game. coming out of his ears. Quick metagaming. I've got uh, I've got healing mm-hmm. uh, as a skill. I also have Path of the Hymn, which yep. I believe can help broken allies. Yeah. Am I able to use my Path of the Hymn to yep. nurse you them use, back? When you use the uh, the the Hymn. Um, mm-hmm. talent, Does that involve willpower? Or? It will use a willpower point. I'm turning to that page right now. The uh, the minstrel that's rider. Like, which is the better one to use in this scenario? Uh, probably your willpower one. Okay. Um, healing might take too much time. Sure. Healing would be something that you'd be able to do once the combat was completed. Cool. Um, and it might be better to leave me at death's door so that we, in case we have you to help schedule a broken the next comrade game. within short range, which he is, uh, to get back up on their feet. For every willpower point you spend. Your comrade recovers one point of the attribute that has been reduced to zero. Okay, well, I'll use two willpower and put him back at two strength. So you uh, you hit the ground, but then you hear... Uh, Get up, Bibbin! I believe in you! You can do it! Uh, the power, the power of friendship. Do it for the dads! The power of friendship, the power <laughs> of willpower. friendship compels you. Lavina. The power of willpower compels you. It's back to your turn again. All right, so I see that meaty bit on this scorpion uh, creature thing. And I'm going to slash at it. So. Damn. Okay, I got one one. Damn it. Oh, jeez, three ones. Yeah. And you could use your pride to roll that a third time. Never lose balance. So I keep the three ones. I believe with pride you can roll everything again because it's a once per session superpower. Okay. But if you fail this, you lose that pride. Okay, I got a six. <laughs> she never loses her balance. You never lose your balance. Yeah. Now two you're sixes. even more prideful. So with Is the... it two? Oh, yeah, I got two sixes. Two six mafia. And how much damage does this axe do? It says damage. Two. And once again, this armor doesn't help me at all. Um... Uh, I don't negate anything. So you do two more damage, uh, and and uh, and now you're hitting flesh. Now you're cutting into it, and it's starting to bleed, and it's starting to feel pain, and uh, and it's getting angrier. Uh, Just after, note that Kelly like thrusts his fists into the. You head, can so. do it. Uh, we move back to the druid. All right. Um, so I'm emboldened. Things are getting dramatic around here. I'm emboldened yeah. by this action, and so I'm going to go in, and I'm going to try to. Can I try to finesse my? Actually, no, let's, I'm just going to swing at it. So I need to move into it to be in near range. Uh, If you're out by the walls trying to stay away from it, you are short range. Then you go into near and then arm's length. Great. Which is where, Lavina, you're within arm's length of this thing. You're like right in its face. It's like right in my face right now. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to step into near. Yeah. And 
Uh, so I guess that's my fast move. Mm -hmm. And so then for my slow action, I'm going to take a slash at it with my staff because I've been so inspired. Great. So you'll take your bonus from your gear and uh -huh. you'll be rolling in with... Uh, uh, with my strength? With your strength and um, and the appropriate stat that goes with that. Um, well, I so I mean, if it's that? a strength stat, I don't have anything other than crafting. So let's just say that's zero. Okay. Nothing happened. I feel very good about myself and yep. nothing happens. <laughs> as long as you believe in yourself, that's all I care about. I do. You know, I do believe in myself. Fun with friends. This is great, guys. I wonder, like, after we kill this, if we can cook the meat and eat it. <gasps> well, I we have help. to kill this thing to be able to get the treasure, so we might just get the treasure and walk out. I still want that sword, though. I want to eat the thing. I kind of want its thing as a helmet, its tail as a helmet. Like yeah. A little, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. So at this point, the scorpion beast it lets out an otherworldly scream, which makes perfect sense, and uh, makes your adventurer's blood freeze. Everyone within near range Why is exposed to the fear attack. Except for me. So, except for you. Because I have fearless. I can roll against it. Yeah, you have you have bonuses yeah. um, to that. So you roll uh, against that, and for every success will negate my my damage. What was, uh, it was fearless, so, right? So, insight. Uh, I think you just roll insight. One. Which is, is my wit wits. Yeah. So you're rolling wits and insight. Yeah. And then every success you roll will cancel out any success I roll. Okay. Uh, the two of you, I believe, are in short distance. You're far enough away that this isn't going to chill you out. So it's just the druid and, and the rider. How many did you just roll? None. You didn't? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, I might not roll any. I haven't done that one I either. don't get a chance to roll, though, because I'm no. not fearless. Uh, this is just going to deal damage to your wits All directly. Right. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh my god! I rolled fours and threes. That was it. Ick. So it just it it it's it, we're in like this weird stalemate here, and it's it it's using whatever powers it has to its advantage, and it can't land a hit on you at all in any of my moves. Bibbin is up Bibbin. again. Bibbin is up again. You got your two points back. Yeah, uh, you're kind of knocked senseless there, but um, give me old one too. You don't, you don't have to see this out to the finish. It looks like Lavina's handling this quite well on her own. Oh, no, I want to steal the glory. Oh, I see. <laughs> Two sixes. Wait, but oh, hell. Aren't, wait, aren't, uh, but you're late. Oh, no, wait, yeah, never yeah, mind. You yeah, got yeah, brought yeah. back we up. Got, the, the, bard, Sorry. the bard was Sorry. like, I can heal you. Uh, I rolled one six there on the armor. So uh, it's one damage. It's still, you, know, you still, you, 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 you land a hit. It's starting to falter. It's starting to lose its balance. It's starting to freak out. That acid really got into its eyes, and its eyes aren't getting better. It's starting to get burned out. You're chipping away at its armor. You're finding its flesh, and now the the, the rogue has jumped in, and you're um, you're getting through those uh, gaps in the armor as well. Um, let's let's finish this thing off. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna like repeat. Yeah. I'm just gonna grab another thing to throw at it. Okay, so you're grabbing another thing. So this uh, part of this marksmanship role is to make sure it doesn't land on the other people that are all within arm's length yeah, as yeah. well. Two sixes. Two sixes. <laughs> I can read them and weep. Okay, it doesn't land on, on, on your friends, that's for sure. Um, and uh, it's... Uh, uh, two for two, come on. Just as it was doing its roar, uh, you grab another one of those urns with whatever mysterious liquid Zygopher was experimenting on and you throw it down its mouth. Because the, 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 it got a plus one 
uh, over your success <laughs> and uh, and it swallows it and you just hear this like almost like a choke and a burp and and a stench coming out and blood is now pouring <laughs> out of the beast's mouth and it's it's getting visibly weaker now and it's whatever's happening that corrosiveness that was on its eyes is now inside of its throat and working its way down into its body Lavina. All right. I'm going to attack it again. Damn it. That's a lot less dice than you rolled last time. Well, because I'm not using my willpower anymore. Oh, okay. Remember, though, as you roll once, you get your willpower back when you push those rolls. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn it. So then I have two. Okay, I have two willpower. Um, you generate willpower when you have ones when you push a roll. Okay, so I'm adding it all back in. I got a six. I got two sixes. Two six mafia, motherfuckers. Its armor is getting weak enough that I'm not going to roll the full five anymore. It doesn't matter. I don't roll any sixes. So uh, you, um, it's... Uh, with, how, it just, how do you attack it here? Like Describe the scene because this is going to break it. Okay, so it's, it's not gonna like, kill it. It's gonna make it broken. It's completely blind right now, mm-hmm. it's and blind, it's like choking, it's, it's puking choking. up blood. It's already it can't the breathe. Blood is it's black. already dying, and so any like its last breath, I go with my axe and I hit that one sweet spot where it's exposed by the neck, and I just slice it open, and that's the end. And you and you you slice into its neck, and you just and and, and then all- it unravels. There's like some threading of where it was stitched together that also unravels more, which like helps remove it faster. It's called it's it's like a demonic glue that's used to bind creatures together. And just as it breaks, the demonic glue begins to lose its hold apart, and the whole body just begins to separate. And I shout and out from the back, happy entrails, to, like, friends. It begins to just disintegrate in front of you as as whatever's on the inside as well as like undoing the work that was done to create it in the first place and it can't even scream out anymore it's it's its voice has been destroyed and it gives out this this breathy gasp and wheeze as like it just starts to deflate and open up and then it just hits the ground and it just kind of like like a dry turkey just (laughs) opens up and it I want the liquid that comes out of it to be pink and glittery the smell (laughs) in the room is nauseous so it's um, broken but not dead it, oh, it, it's <laughs> dead because it sounds now. dead oh it's dead now okay. the way Lavina described it is like i can't break that thing that, gotcha. that thing's done uh so that was me yes ending it into a demise um so you've defeated the scorpion beast wait this means according to the legend we can get the treasure oh uh, might i mean that just dull was telling you a bunch of bullshit but the uh according to legend it means yeah uh just as the scorpion beast dies though where we're going to end this episode. You hear back outside in the ravine and up above, a bell is tolling. Ding, 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 ding. Something awoke the undead. All of the animals that were pinned to the wall start to move <gasps> and writhe and stretch and pull. And they're all like pinned like butterflies to the wall. So they're not of any danger to you, but they've all like woken up and they all start screaming in the room, all in their various different otherworldly sounds. And you can hear through the air from the uh, ravine what was a quiet, you just hear this moan, just this sound of a hundred dead soldiers all waking up at once. God damn it. The bounty hunters woke all the dead. How dare they? I think we should leave now. I did describe them as going up the stairs to to the place that if they fuck up, they 
they would do what you had done if you had fucked up. Yeah. And they're they're so, absolutely not going to win. Let's like yeah. okay, let's look around. Is there can we roll for anything to see if there's anything else any weapons we can grab? Uh weapons are I mean this wasn't a room that housed weapons. It housed experimental like laboratory equipment, but laboratory equipment in this kind of an era. So it's it's just glassware, some metalware, tubings, a table, uh the I guess the the spikes that are holding the animals to the walls could count as a weapon if you needed them to. Did we get the the scorpion's tail thingy, or did that just dissipate with the rest of it? Uh, I mean, it's, I guess it's lying on the ground, a uh, part of the the corpse of the of the of the beast. Well, all this silver I can see around us, we can buy weapons with that. Yeah. Okay. So let's grab as much as we can and head out. So as you um, as you head out into the ravine, bits of corpses that were in the junk are moving and trying to like their hands are trying to grab at you and clawing at your feet and at your legs you'll have to climb back up out of the ravine i don't think anyone brought any rope or lowered it down except oh but you know who did navina (gasps) she lowers a rope down and she's got it there for you to carry yourself up and she's like we gotta get out of here yes we do and um and uh, as you're making your way up who wants to go up the rope first Oh, we got, okay, so our rogue is right there. He's climbing up, and you guys are making your way up, and, and Irvina's, come on, come on, come on. And then you see uh, hands reach out and grab, and she disappears <gasps> over the edge, and there's just this scream. And uh, uh, and again, the, the, the rasping, moaning, and clacking of bones, and you can hear the metal pounding and the bell ringing. And uh, as you make your way higher up the ravine the glow of fire is coming from behind you from the rest of the keep as something has is burning and catching fire and you can see in the skies above you you haven't even made it to the top of the ravine you can see the silhouettes of bird-like creatures flying around in the smoke reflected by the firelight and they're screeching as well it's all just it's just everything's just this cacophony of noise and chaos and uh uh as you reach the top you don't know where nervina is um you just see uh, uh, scratch marks in the ground and you hear screaming from that uh, from the mess hall that you had come through the first time. And I the do... horses are freaking out and they're screaming. Exactly. And I do know where that horse is. What are you What are you looking for? The player manual. Oh, yes. So I'm heading for the horse. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the, the, you, you want to calm the horse down and ride no. it out? I'm not calming it. I'm just climbing on and we're going. That's my horse, though. So my horse will not let anyone else ride it. And like, so what's the, how, how long is it taking us to all climb? Like, are you that far ahead of everyone that you could actually like go up, take a horse, commandeer it out of there when you don't necessarily have animal handling or anything? I probably won't get it all the way out of there, but this is what my character would do. And I am the most agile of us. So mm-hmm. I would, would probably be the fastest. Cool. So the, the horse, as I, it's, it's, it's eyes are wide and it's freaking out from the fire and the noise and it's, uh, it's rearing itself. Uh, if you want to ride it out, that's fine, but it will have to empathize, use an empathy role and an animal handling just to calm it. You need one success to be able to go, whoa, don't kick me, or it will try to rear you off and bolt anyways. The only reason it hasn't bolted is you had it tied to the wall. New plan. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go as stealthy as possible and hope that uh, the undead is more attracted to the rest of the party. Cool. So then do stealth. Again, by yourself, you just need one success to remain hidden. There you go. You, you pull it off. 
So uh, you actually pull it off with gusto. You roll the number of sixes. So Three sixes. The uh, you you as you you get up over and you immediately go into like the shadows and you're hiding and you make your way around the corner. You hear Nervina screaming in the mess hall and you go in. All the bodies that were lying around, they're all up. They're all uh, grabbing swords. Uh, the the the, the broken weapons they're not full weapons the rusty brittle metal they're grabbing them off of walls they're setting up they're acting like soldiers that are being activated and they're getting into formation but some are still walking into walls or they're you know they, they one just has a hilt there's no sword on it and uh, and they're all moving around and they're searching and uh um uh you catch a, a shot of, of, of Nervina just being uh, lifted up against uh, a wall and, uh, uh, and, and they're bringing their swords, they're gonna, they're gonna attack her. Uh, so, uh, and she's right now kind of been caught up in, in an uprising of undead. So how far away are we? Are we seeing this? Are we able to yeah. get- Yeah, uh, so uh, uh, why don't we do another initiative roll uh, so we can just keep the order of turns and I'll just do one for the group. Uh, and and you each do yours, and so the uh, ace, you're first. So that works. You're coming right over the uh, the ravine. You're hiding with a seven, nine, and a nine. I got a five. And I got a five, and the zombies have a three. So you're the first one up. Sure, I it feels unconventional. I don't know that it'll help anything. Um, I'm gonna go and pull out my loot and play Elma's song. Oh, that's that's really it, great. That's that's actually I love that. Um this is going to be manipulate mm-hmm. with empathy. Okay. Instead of the normal one that you would manipulate is empathy. So yeah, you're manipulating them to just calm them down and listen to the music or what's better for you is performance higher? I got a 9 on both. Okay. Because it might certainly be enough for them to be caught off guard to forget about Nirvina. Uh, success. Okay, so you, you pull out your loot, and just on a spur of a moment, you remember the tune that the ghost taught you back in the hollows. And uh, I forgot about it. <laughs> and, and so you start playing it, and these other ghosts, these other uh, soldiers, they had forgotten about this too. And they hear this song from hundreds of years ago, but for them it feels like today. And for just a moment, they stop and they drop Nervina, and it gives her a chance for her to just book it out the front door and, uh, and off to the makeshift bridge that you had. Um, and, uh, and and now you just have, now the now you all just have to make it through this room. Um, you hear the, uh, the 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 bird creatures in the sky screaming something uh, in unintelligible, but almost with a bit of a language. But they're so far up and they're so far high. Um, and uh, uh, and then you see another like explosion of fire come out from the building as the fire is continuing to spread its way down to the building and part of the top of the tallest tower uh, the ceiling collapses in on it uh, and uh, and the whole the whole keep is starting to um, fall apart uh, who is next after the ace I have a five does anyone have less than a five okay so you're the next one up over the lip of the ravine okay and and, and you're hearing the minstrels playing music oh never mind sorry you're, you're up all up and you're hiding seven. But we just we just redid the so I'm just doing that as the ways yep. you're coming up over the ravine now. We didn't really do order on the rope. Um, so 
I think I'm gonna just try to book it and mm. uh, follow. Yep. This the. Yep. Uh, I mean, fleeing I is a move to to do. It's yeah. just it's a move roll, and if you succeed, you can you can get past the, the the right now. You have a moment of opportunity where the 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 the, the restless dead are not aggressive. They are caught in. Um, they're caught off guard by this this music the, of Alma. The and, uh, and the, I saw something falling down in my dream, so I am going to take this moment. Uh, so do I need to roll anything? Uh, I would have you roll move. Okay. Um, just to, you know, so we don't have to roll any like sure. mishaps or, or, or interesting things just to see that happens without complications. Uh, I have no successes, so and I'm going to push. It will move also works with at least one agility or do you, you don't have any, you don't have any skills in move. I have you? no skills in move. I had three agility, but I have one damage in agility. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you can just so you're not going to flee, but you just use your you use your two fast moves to move your way through. But you're going to be in this room. I might take a swipe at you when the undead uh, uh, come out of their trance. I'm gonna push. Okay. And since I'm gonna push, I'm actually gonna use my willpower. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you let me, I yeah. want to change this into survival? a survival roll yeah. because I've been seeing this in my dreams. Yeah. Um, and so that's gonna change it from two days all the way up to seven. That one was cocked. Uh, three ones and one six. Sorry, four ones and one six. Oh, it's perfect. You pull it off. Oh, amazing. Okay. So so you move your way through and, and, and it's, you walk in. Maybe there's just a moment where you see like all the soldiers have stopped and they're watching the minstrel and their eyes, if they have eyes, are kind of closed and they're swaying just like they were back in the hollows. Just for a moment, they're caught in this lull. And, uh, and you see Nervina like, Get the hell out of here, waving her hands, and and you make your way through the the the, the mess hall back to the makeshift bridge. Uh, the the next one up after um, I'm a seven. You're a seven, and how did you do, Scott? I thought I was a seven. No, I was, you got a nine. No. Okay. Okay. Cool. So then you're the next one up. Uh, the last one up on the ravine. Just as you make it to the top, you hear uh, human voices yelling at each other to you know keep moving keep moving and they go hey you you throw us the rope throw us the rope and you look back and you see uh uh, uh various humans in 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 states of armor and the one at the front has this big blue gleaming sword uh that is glowing right now and behind them is just an army of undead falling behind half of them are on fire as they're moving unaffected by the flames and one person at the very back is grabbed and pulled in and just ripped apart and they're like throw us the rope let I'll us give get you the out rope of here if you give me your sword really now's not your sword. the time give me your sword and he and he kind of looks at it he goes to hell with this cursed thing and he tosses it across the ravine and it lands clattering at your feet all right, well, let's go. I give him the rope. Mm -hmm. Oh, damn it. Really? <laughs> yeah, I told him I'm going to be a word of, like, you know, an yeah, honorable yeah, man. Yeah, sure, he gave sure, me a sword. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. You no. take the rope. All right, cool. So everyone else is like, oh, man, I, I really expect you to just leave them to die. Uh, so um, you, you know, you, I knew they was good in you after all. <laughs> uh, do you pick up the sword? I'm yeah, I took friends. the sword. The minute you grab the sword, you're flashed with this vision of a pale, beautiful woman. And when your vision, it's almost like burned over your vision, like you looked in the bright light. And as you look up, you see it reflected at the top of the burning building where the ceiling had collapsed. And it's just sort of coolly looking, almost curiously. And then just as, just as quickly, it's gone. 
and and the and the one of the bird creatures in the air just as he's like curse this cursed thing he grabs the rope and he's tying it down and one of the other person's helping and they swoop down and grabs one by the shoulder and lifts them up and just drops them off into the ravine and they hit the ground a sickening thud and these are harpies that are coming at you and you see them they're like half women half birds meshed together and uh and they're screaming about babies and something that you've taken from us and uh, uh and they're 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 picking off the uh the treasure hunters as uh Father, are you sticking around to watch any more of this? No, I'm, you're, gonna, I'm you're on my already horse. Gone. You're already I'm on your horse. horse. And I'm and you're checking out off. my sword. And, uh, um, I guess I, I pick up anyone else along the way because I can hitch someone on my horse. Yeah, so the uh, you, both the rogue and the minstrel are still there. You're playing on, uh, you're playing on the loot. Get on my horse. <laughs> just, I mean, I want to get my, horse, my donkey. Your donkey's I, like I following flops. behind us. Okay. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just kind of like walking as I play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, rogue. Can I cut the rope and then run? Sure, you were kind of watching all this in the shadows stealthily. You were yeah. completely hidden. You're the evil one. In I this cut group. the rope and run. <laughs> and so Far- uh, Esther Farlerling, like the last surviving member of the treasure hunters, is is making his way across the rope. And you, and then all we see is like, if this is a TV show, is just a blade come down on the rope, mm-hmm. and then the camera panning back, and it's you. Oh man! And, and there's this moment of disbelief, like Wiley Coyote, because he's middle way through the rope and it gives, and he just falls, and he hits into the ground, and like hands are coming out of the junk and just start pulling him down and he doesn't even say there's no time for him to even say anything it's all chillingly silent as he's just pulled down into the debris well at least he saw something beautiful before he died the only thing we hear is the song <laughs> of the dead he was gonna try and take the sword back the what back the there's no, you don't have to justify you're by yourself and then and now not time to go i don't yeah, think we running. see this i yeah. think this is just like your own i'm, I'm yeah. so gone and so satisfied that i got the sword i wanted i'm so, so gone i don't know how you ended up with that sword but the uh <laughs> <laughs> you didn't go through half the dungeon i don't know how the fuck we beat the scorpion <laughs> without the sword that we were told we needed to use <laughs> and as you're on your horse uh maybe there's two of you to a horse yeah. Or Nervina is, is also there. Or the, the stolen horses, one of them's out there, mm-hmm. and she's grabbed onto that and comes in it. So there's, there's three horses between the five of you. You're making your way back, and there's the fire and the screeching, and you hear the harpies going. They're not. No one's pursuing you, though. Um, and the last bit we see as we go through, uh, and Lavina, you're the one who has the sword, and you're the one who has the highest scout check. And the night has come around, like the day has come close. You're going to have to make camp at some point. We'll figure out all those roles in a completely other day. Uh, you see between the, the rows of trees, though, um, uh, you didn't see Dalb the Bard uh, w- because you never went up into the watchtower. Uh, so they don't recognize, but you don't recognize who this person is, but you see... An old man with a pipe, smoking on. And then just between the trees as it goes through, the image changes to a different person. And it changes into um, something a little bit larger and kind of hard to distinguish and uh, with with a few extra legs. And, and then it's just as soon as it's there, it's just kind of gone. Can as I you move your way through. lock eyes with it and kind of like tip my hat knowingly? Uh, for yeah, so you see, you see Dalb the Bard, um, just watching from behind the trees, and then transform and vanish. And that's all. That's all you see. And you make your way back off into the wilderness. So do I know? Is is my sword the the king's sword? Oh yeah, you have rust spider. Oh hell yeah! 
So do I know like the? Do you know like any of its like damage and like um, if it's so long range? We can, we can worry about that outside. later. Rust biter is because I know you're just you're really you're really gunning for this. So <laughs> I'll, I'll give it to you here at the very end. Um, it's King Algarod's personal sword, and it's a magical longsword, heavy weapon bonus plus two, weapon damage two, with an artifact die which is what happens with these legendary items, of D8. D10 against demons and demon-tainted creatures. What? It also ignores three points of metal armor. What? However, each time the user causes an enemy to be broken with the sword, she suffers one point to empathy. <gasps> nice. So you have this this sword. It, it doesn't glow now that you're away from Weatherstone. And, and it goes to being like almost entirely black. Uh, uh, to your touch, it's cold to the touch, um, and there's a lot more. Like you don't know what happened to the king or to its soldiers. You weren't there. It all happened out of frame with those treasure hunters. Um, but I'd like to think if the camera panned away from the group and went back to the smoldering ruins, uh, the fire in in uh, in Weatherstone, that there in the center of the collapsed, uh, the king in his armor, laid to rest in his bed, stands there, gleaming bringing revenge and as the painting that held him to this place that prevented him from leave finally burns away so does the power that bound him to that place burns away and he for the first time steps out of the building and walks out into the forest to seek his revenge so you've also unknowingly unleashed some kind of calamity in the world but on us or just on the world no, no. in general just like the armor just kind of stomping around out there Nice. King Algarod is free. Guys, we're living our stories. <laughs> Adventure, this is what it's all about. All right, who wants to roll to make camp? <laughs> That's it, we're done. Uh, that was a joke, we're not doing that. Um, there was like some panic all around took, the table. We took a little extra time here for this last episode to wrap things up so we could be done and done and done with it. Um, there's, of course, a lot of loose threads. There's places to explore and more things to do. And uh, it's, a, it's a, a realm I'm going to be spending more time in and playing with. Don't know if we'll do it here on the podcast, but here we are. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I hope we'll be recording a debrief at some point. It won't be happening the night we record this, but check out the Patreon page. If it's there, it's there. If it's not, uh, listen to the Thomas Harrison interview again. Uh, for now, I've been your Game Master, Justin Doc. Thank you for spending your time with us and listening to us muddle through this game. Uh, you have been very patient, as have all of my players. Thank you very much. Uh, from my left, your right, we have been joined by... Leon Weinstein. Scott Thrower from Fairy Tales for Unwanted Children. Lavinia Yavari. And Joe Drummond. Be good to each other. Bye. 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 And that's a wrap of our sixth year. Terrible Warriors isn't going anywhere, and we'll have new episodes out every other week throughout the summer. For information on what our programming is going to be like, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors, as well as follow us on Patreon at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. There are posts for the public there, but if you'd like to be involved in more behind-the-scenes consider supporting us financially. You'll get postcards in the mail, exclusive behind-the-scenes episodes, as well as access to joining in on private monthly games that we run for you through our Discord channel. This month, we're playing the Alien RPG. And if you're listening to this on the day this episode came out, there's still time for you to sign up. We have a lot more games we plan to play 
and we are getting ready for our seventh season. It's going to be a big one. We're going to be doing some live streams on Twitch. We're going to be trying out some new formats during our off-season break. As well as in two weeks, I'll begin a series of interviews that I recorded throughout the year with game developers and creators, community leaders, about tabletop gaming, about some fun games that are coming out in the next year, as well as the challenges that we gamers face when we're playing these games at our tables to make them safe and inclusive and enjoyable and fun. Forbidden Lands is published by Free League Games and directed by Thomas Harrenstone. And today's terrible warriors and your survivors of the Forbidden Lands are Leon Weinstein, Vina Yavari, Joe Drummond, Scott Thrower, and Game Master Justin Eacock. And until we return again to this table to tell our stories, the terrible warriors will return. For now, thank you for your support. Be good to each other. <laughs>